Hello, hello everybody. I'm Katrina. I am an intimacy coach. I'm a tantra teacher. And today we're going to talk about the four main reasons that we go to sex as humans. <laughs> Is this like a finite system and classification? Nah, no, but it's a wonderful framework that I find to be very helpful as we're starting to get or cultivate some sort of clarity around our relationship to self and our relationship to others as regards our sexual energy and our sexual experiences. So let's go ahead and dive on in. Hello, hello, my loves. Hola, hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Katrina Arvindaris and I'm your host. I'm also a somatic therapist, sex and intimacy coach, and I'm the founder of Essencia, an online subscription platform launching this fall with sex education, sensual yoga, and other embodiment practices to support you in feeling fully alive in your body again. Meditation, breath work, movement, you name it. In this podcast, I invite you into my journey through sexuality and all things alive and evolutionary in my heart. Join me as I open the door to my most intimate and vulnerable moments and share some of the wisdom I've gained through over 30 years of tantric and embodiment practices. This is, disclaimer, a shame-slaying podcast. So, if you're not quite ready to get rid of that shame, this might not be the podcast for you, but if you are ready to step into that fire transformation, this is the place and this is the space for you. This will nourish your heart's blossoming, your reclamation of outrageous pleasure, your fuck yes energy, and your transformation into your most empowered self. Are you ready for this? <laughs> if you are enjoying this podcast, please rate and review so we can get this out to people all around the world desiring to dive in to this beautiful experience along with us. Okay, love you all. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, my beautiful loves. So it's a lovely sunny day here in Pahoa. And today I want to share with you a quickie episode on the four types of sex. There's so many different types of sex <laughs> that we can engage in. But the four types of sex is a beautiful framework that classifies our main motivations for going into our sexual activities, whether it's in self-pleasure or shared with a partner or partners. Well, and many of you know, I'm an intimacy coach. I'm also a tantra teacher. So a lot of the work that I do is really about a deep connection or cultivating a deeper connection to our hearts and experiencing the joy and the play and the depths of, and the depths and the ceilings of our emotional capacity in this body in this meat suit. So that being said, there actually is, interestingly enough, a spiritual reason that we, there's a spiritual reason, <laughs> my neighbor is so loud right now, there's a spiritual reason that we all run to sex. And there's a word in Sanskrit that we call shunya, and it refers to this eternal void. It's this experience that we get and this is an experience that we have in that, in that fleeting moment of orgasm where we are beyond our body and beyond our mind and we're beyond this limited expression of ourself and we are experiencing our boundless self. We're in a boundless state of consciousness. And this is love. 
This is unconditional love. This is where we experience the unity of us and everything else. The separation is no longer what we identify as. Separation is simply a distinction and something that's discernible within the relative field of our existence. But we, we get to slide beyond that play and that movie for just a moment in orgasm. And we get to see it as a true witness and we get to experience ourselves as it and beyond it. It's beautiful. So this is actually <laughs> this is actually the biggest reason why so many of us are, and this is a very subtle but very strong reason why we're all magnetized towards sex and more specifically to that orgasmic peak experience in sex and self-pleasure or with another person. We want to experience this deep sense of connection. Now, it's easy for us as humans to chase that connection with another person, right? To seek externally, to resource externally. But we have so much capacity internally within our own mind-body-spirit mechanism to be able to access this boundlessness and this boundless nature that is always with us. Now, having addressed that very fundamental reason, let's get into the four types. We have one, reproduction. This is the most widely accepted reason to go to sex because there's still quite a bit of shame and stigma around sex amongst families, communities, cultures, religions, countries, you name it, nations, where sex is not as widely embraced in very traditional mindsets. It's seen very much as something that we can embrace when we're looking at baby making. <laughs> so that's one reason. <laughs> Then we have two, recreation, less widely accepted, but probably the most popular reason that people run to sex. Yeah, arguably, I don't know. I think it's a beautiful mix. But recreation, we want to have a little bit of fun, pleasure-seeking, experience-seeking, sensation-seeking, something new, something different, or something to explore with yourself or with another person that offers sensational mm, experiences and as well, pleasure. We're pleasure seekers by nature, a lot of us. Then we have number three, which is regenerative. This is where we look to our self-pleasure, masturbation, practice, or sex with another person as an opportunity to relieve a bit of stress. How often have you ever said, or have you ever heard anybody else say, oh my God, this was such a stressful day. I really need to go rub one out. <laughs> Raise your hands. <laughs> Say amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> uh -huh. Right? We turn to like masturbation, self-pleasure, or to sex as a quick means to offload, to off-stress, to reset the nervous system, to take the edge or to take the bite off from our daily or weekly accumulation of stress. It's also an opportunity for us to experience a quick release and flood of feel-good hormones throughout the entirety of the body, this beautiful cascade of pleasure hormones moving through in that in that experience as we start to reach orgasm and as we reach our climax and as we are in our climax and descending back down. So we have reproduction, recreation, regenerative, restorative, and then we have transformative, which is where we're looking for not just a transitory experience of healing or relief, but we're 
experiencing a like mind-blowing, life-changing, pattern-shifting, orgasmic state of being. This is where sex becomes more, this is where sex begins to transcend the mundane for us. And we begin to experience ourselves as infinitely like evolutionary beings. We get to experience progressive evolution in our sexual activities. So sex becomes healing, not just in the moment, but healing long lasting. And what does that look like? Well, on one level, I want to talk about like the ancient Taoist practices tantric practices that have been incorporated into many different modern sects of intimacy practices as well as uh, yoga practices. And these techniques include visualization, breath work, meditations, different ways of working with our different senses and tuning into the subtlety of our experiences in our mind-body-spirit mechanism to facilitate mastery over our nervous system, but ultimately over energy. And these ancient systems break down the cosmos, cosmology, into elements. The five elements system is very popular, earth, water, air, wind, fire. And we're learning to, in these practices, become more conscious and aware of how these different elements are expressing at any given time, right? If there's an imbalance of fire, it can turn up as anger, irritation, lack of patience, impatience. If there's really strong fire, that could look like ambition and someone can just keep going. Someone has like endless energy and a reservoir of passion to pursue like their goals or the motivations. Water, earth, someone in a beautiful expression of earth is someone with whom you can feel very grounded with. You feel very much in tune you can feel safer in your body and more present in your body and in experience with someone who can embody a really healthy quality of earth. On the other end, earth and its imbalance could be too stuck, stubbornness, inability to be moved. And even that has a benefit. <laughs> so we see a way that elements are coming alive within our mind-body mechanism. And we start to gain mastery over it with these simple techniques of working the mind and the body. So breath, a nice way to work with these elements and to bring balance into our system with the elements and also to experience the intensities and the extremes of those elements in our systems to grow our edges and to understand our capacities. And so this is where we start to master our erotic energy. In so many ways, we can call all energy erotic energy. We can call all energy sexual energy. But when energy is focused on, when energy is felt somatically in our genital region, we think of it specifically in terms of sexual energy because when we feel that sensation of arousal in our genital region, it's activating pleasure centers in certain areas of their brain that causes us to behave in certain ways that chase certain experiences. And we label all of that sexual. But ultimately, that energy is vivifying and animating all areas and facets of our life. And we want to keep that flow and that fluidity and the mastery of being able to direct it in one area, whether that's sexual or whether that's beyond sexual or whether that's an integration of sexual and all else or something else. So transformative, 
the cervical orgasm can be very transformative. The transcendental and energetic orgasms, full-bodied, where these are experiences that long for where these are experiences that last longer than just a matter of seconds and you're in a non-ordinary state of consciousness and you're expanding your awareness, these are transformative orgasms. Now, there's so many frameworks that you could find as regards love languages or your arousal patterns, the arousal code, which I'm going to talk about soon enough, and then sex types or sex reasons or sex archetypes. Why do these all matter? Like, what's the utility in them? What's, what's the essence of what we can pull for our own like, benefit? It's that we can get clarity over what we're desiring and what we can receive and what we can benefit from within any situation we're entering into. So let's say it's sexual experience. Well, we can have kids. We can try for that. And we can open up to the experience of what it means to bring life into this world and to share that responsibility with another and to begin a family if that's what we're desiring or a community if that's what we're desiring. Or we can look at it as recreation, play, and find, wow, I really just want to let go and let flow and experience what life has to bring me in this moment and have an adventure or have something new to stimulate my senses and to bring me into a very awakened state of being in my body in that moment to feel something. I want to feel something. I want to feel alive. I want to feel wanted. I want to feel desired. I want to feel sexy. I want to feel like I'm a man or I want to feel like I am a desirable like being in this body, like whatever it is. I want to feel sensations that are intense. I want to feel intensity of experience. All of that recreation. I want to go out and like blow my list up, <laughs> whatever the heck it is. <laughs> There's a whole spectrum of how we engage in our life. <laughs> no judgment, no shame. And then we have regenerative restorative where, God, you know what? My partner's really needing some love in this moment. I'm not feeling like I want to have sex, but I love my partner so much that it's something that I don't feel like I'm abandoning myself to do to please him, her, them, to be with them in a way that's going to allow them to feel desired sexually right now. Compliant sex, we call that, right? When you're having sex, not necessarily because you're in the desire and arousal for it with your partner versus something where it's non-consensual. This is where you're consensually deciding, I'm going to have sexual experience, right? Or you can do it for yourself. I'm stressed. I need this. I need a break from the being so in my head, feeling out of my body, and I need to ground back into my body and feel some sort of a sensational experience that's going to regenerate me and restore me into a more neutral state of being. That's going to reset my nervous system or give me some sort of a release. Then we have that transformative and we can have all in one. We could actively be creating, we could actively be working towards building a family and enjoying and having so much fun and play in our sex, um, as well as experiencing the healing benefits that sex can bring us in that moment and transitory experiences of it. And then we have the transformative experiences of, wow, a lot of this has to do with how open are you to receiving your life as an invitation and an opportunity for either of these. So right, so frameworks, they're, they're beneficial for us because they give us 
They're beneficial for us because they give us structure to identify and to communicate within our own selves as well as with our partners what we're desiring as well as gives us an opportunity to find pleasure or enjoyment or satiety, some sort of like benefit, some gain through either of these classifications when we start to expand beyond our preference. So we don't want to be rigidly attached with all of the frameworks, love languages, whatever it is. It's great to first identify wherever you are in this moment today, what has been your habit by nature throughout your lifetime, and to challenge yourself to grow your edges and to expand into the possibility to be fully alive through all the classifications of course not all of us are looking to have babies so we can you know push that one to the side but we can have transformative experiences that are regenerative and restorative as well as fun and playful and we want to aspire to have all that three in one and if we're having kids we absolutely want to have all three and all four in one We want that child to be birthed into this world in this experience of pleasure and like complete invitation on all levels of our mind, body, spirit mechanism. Okay, so this was supposed to be a quickie, but I think this ended up being a bit of a longie. (laughs) Go ahead and leave a comment if this resonated with you in any way. I'd love to know, like, where have you found yourself on your path to sexuality? Have you found yourself in either one of these categories predominantly? And where do you find yourself today? And where would you like to expand towards? Have you found any challenges with experiencing experiencing sex in either of these categories or classifications and what would you aspire to personally in your own sexual journey in terms of the reason you go to sex or the gain and the evolution the benefit and liberation or whatever benefit like or whatever like plus positive you can pull away from your sexual experiences Even empowerment can fall into healing and transformative and play. Even kids. Yeah, all of it. Mm. Okay. Thank you so much, everybody. And tune in for more. (laughs) I love you all. Mm. Mm. Kind of weird to make a kiss without a mic. Thank you, my loves, for joining me on this journey. I hope that this episode was fruitful for you. To access any resources referenced, please visit the episode page at katrinax.com where you'll find the podcast archive. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Like and leave a review or comment and share with your friends and loves. Espero que hayas disfrutado este episodio. Gracias por darte este espacio conmigo.